How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the 29th episode of Critically Incorrect. I'm joined today by Justin and Charlie, if you both wanted to say hi. Hello, everyone. Hello. Yeah, so we forgot to mention it last week, but Justin was busy with work. That's why he wasn't able to do our E3 predictions last week. Um, but nonetheless, we got him here to discuss everything that happened today at the Summer Game Fest and everything else going on in the gaming industry. So without further ado, um, what have you guys been playing for the past you know, couple of weeks? Charlie, or Justin, it's been the longest. Yeah, yeah. it's been uh, pretty chill. Nothing too crazy, I guess. Uh, the main game I've been playing. All right, I guess not the main game, but uh, the past few days I've been playing Resident Evil 3. Um, I, yeah, it was pretty short, so I beat it relatively quickly. Um, you know, I enjoyed it. It was a good Resident Evil. Um, pretty hooked onto the Resident Evil series right now, so I'm going to be making my way over to... I'm going to try and play 2 again, because... Uh, I've tried it like multiple times and I stopped like twice already, so I'm gonna try it one more time. Hopefully I'll, I'll make it through this time. Um, other than that, uh, I've been playing a lot of CSGO. CSGO is pretty fun to play. Um, CSGO, Rocket League, and I guess some more like Call of Duty online, some zombies. Um, what else? Did I say GTA online yet? No? I don't know. No, you haven't. Um, yeah, it's just you like I've I'm, I'm basically been playing just multiplayer stuff with friends, you know. I haven't been playing too much single player stuff. Um so yeah, that's pretty much it. You mentioned earlier that you were going to go through Resident Evil 2 again. Did you never yeah. beat that initially or no what? I've the first time I played it like back, back when it came out in like 2019, I made it probably through like halfway through Leon's Leon's playthrough and then I stopped just cuz I don't know, I find that like I, or, like, at least to my uh, recollection, like, the areas were just so big, I kept getting lost, you know? And I just didn't know, what like, what to do. So, um, that was, like, a problem I didn't have as much in the, you know, the other Resident Evils that I've played more recently. You know, 3, 7, 8. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm guessing, like, now that I've played more of the Resident Evils, I'm, like, more, I guess, like, used to the, you know, kind of, like, the design structure of their game. So, hopefully... Of like a better understanding of what to do this time around, because you know, like I, <laughs> the first time I tried, I, I, you know, I basically stopped because I got really fed up with the game. So, um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know like a lot of people really like Resident Evil too. So, I definitely yeah. want to try it again. Give it another Def go. Definitely one of the best. How about you, Charlie? Uh, yeah, I actually haven't had a ton of time to play stuff this week. I've been working quite a bit. Um, but when I have been playing stuff, I wanted to try and get through the PS3 Ratchet games before Rift Apart comes out. Um, I'm not going to be able to do that just because we're recording this on Thursday night. Um, but I did play through, so I already replayed Tools of Destruction a few months back. Uh, so I'd, I'd already ticked that one off. So I played through Quest for Booty over the weekend um, and then started up Cracking Time the other day and played a bit more yesterday. Um, I think I got about three quarters of the way through. Um, but to be honest, I just kind of got a bit bored. I think it was just like, because I'm playing it through PS now, like it's decent, but it's not the best way to play stuff, at least over here in the UK, because it requires really good internet and we have okay. Um, so like it runs decently, but there's a, a little bit of input lag and stuff on there. So it's not like the best way to play it. Um, so I'm probably just going to watch like a, a video to catch up before I play Rift Apart. Um, but that was kind of taking up most of my time when I was playing stuff. Um, other than that, it's been playing some like Call of Duty zombies here and there. Um, just going through some of the Easter eggs with one of my mates who's started playing it recently. Um, and actually some Battlefield 4 because of all the, the news coming out at the moment about the new one. So went back and played some of that multiplayer as well as 
as uh, League of Legends just because uh, there was like a rework for one of the characters I play recently. So hop back into that. Um, and a little bit of VR just because they released some new tracks on Beat Saber. So I think I played probably about like half an hour of that just to try those out. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me this week. Yeah. For a second, I thought you said a crack in time is boring. I'm like, bro, that's the best Ratchet and Clank. No, but yeah, no, it's because of PS Now. Like... Yeah. Like you, I've also been mainly playing the Ratchet and Clank games. Um, I started with a crack in time and I played through about the first hour. But then I started to realize that I was already like on Tuesday of this week and there was no way I was going to go through a full 10 hour plus Ratchet and Clank game and go through Into the Nexus. So I was like, eh, I'm, you know, I know Into the Nexus is only like four to five hours. So I'll just go through that one um, to be sure. And then, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. I'm currently like halfway, more than halfway, probably like 60% of the way through Into the Nexus. I'll probably finish it right after we're done recording this. Um, yeah, I've been really liking it a lot. I'm actually surprised by how much I'm liking Into the Nexus. Um, I thought it was like an okay game, but I'm playing through it right now. And honestly, like, it's really good. Um, it's really fun. Uh, yeah, just very surprised by that. Besides that, not too much. I played like five minutes of Fortnite when the new season came out this week. And that's really about it. I'm trying to think of anything else. Oh, actually, wait, I did play through another game last week at the very tail end of it. And that was Operation Tango. Um, so I was playing through that with one of my friends and that we actually beat the game. It's only like a few hours long. Um, there's like five, six levels and each one only takes like 40 minutes. Um, really, really fun. We want to go through it again, but swapping the roles so we can get the platinum trophy for that. Um, but it's a very, very, uh, fun game to play in co-op. It's pretty, uh, tough. I'd say like, you really got to communicate. Um, it's a very different kind of co-op game than say like it takes two. Um, because it's a lot more puzzle oriented rather than just like platforming based. So definitely recommend it. Um, and that about it, that's been about it. So yeah, definitely go check out Operation Tango. But anyways, we got a lot of gaming news to go through this week. Um, most of it came out today with the Summer Game Fest. So yeah, we'll start with the releases this week real quick. Um, two pretty big ones. Final Fantasy Intergrade slash Intermission dropped just today, actually. So Intergrade is essentially the PS5 version, right? So Everyone that owns the game um, already, besides the PS Plus owners, um, essentially get a free upgrade to Intergrade. And if you don't already own the game, I believe it costs $69.99 and it comes with Intermission, which is the DLC expansion. So Intermission is the you know new content that essentially drops with this. Um, it's separate as well um, if you don't own Intergrade. And um, it's based on Yuffie. It's kind of most likely going to help going into um, Final Fantasy VII Part Two whenever that does come out. Um, so I believe that's about two chapters long, just a few hours long. Um, so that's out this week, which is really exciting. I'm looking forward to playing through that after Ratchet. Um, so that's out on PS4 and PS5. And then out tomorrow, as we've already been talking about it, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, um, which we don't have a, you know, really topic here, but the game has been reviewing really well. It's honestly really surprising to see how this game is being, you know, reviewed. People are saying it's easily the best PS5 game. Uh, Gene Park on Washington Post actually said that it's his favorite exclusive or the best exclusive since Bloodborne, which is crazy considering we've gotten like Horizon and God of War since that time. So a lot of big praise there. I'm very excited about going, you know, into this game, you know, tomorrow. Um, so I guess, yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts based on the reviews coming out for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart? Um, not too uh, much. I... I mean, I feel like, oh, do you want to go first earlier? No, it's fine. It's all good. Oh, okay, no, I was just gonna say, like, I don't know, like, Insomniac always seems to do really well with their, like, you know, gameplay side of things. Um, I honestly, you know, expected uh, Ratchet and Clank would do well in that aspect, at least. Um, 
I, I'm I'm interested to see uh you know basically to see what the story is gonna be because at least um you know the reviews basically said like uh the story was being good this time around as well um so I'm interested to see that uh other than that like I'm not, I wasn't too surprised it pretty much reviewed how I honestly would expect it to just because like I know Insomniac's really talented and they always make great games um. And their games always, like, I don't know, their games usually tend to review around, you know, like, the high 80s, like, around there. So, um, pretty expected for me, at least. Yeah. What about you, Charlie? Yeah, I, I think it's it's great it's reviewing so well. Um, I think it's actually reviewing better than I thought it would. I, I thought it would probably hit, like, the, the sort of 80 mark, but it's almost like 90s, right? It's like 89, I think. It's 89, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, right under that mark, uh, which I think is great um i haven't looked at too many reviews just because i've been staying away from footage since the um state of play uh, and even that like i haven't gone back to watch any of that footage just because i want to go in pretty fresh um but i i did listen to like kind of funny and stuff talking about it and it sounds pretty lengthy as well which i think is great i think um they were saying it took them around like sort of 12 to 15 hours to beat um which is pretty cool so um yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm glad it's it's reviewing so well. Hopefully, we'll all enjoy it as well. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely you know stoked to hear about it. Obviously, since I've loved the series so much, uh, I still am a bit hesitant just because everyone reviewed the 2016 game so highly, and I didn't like that one as much. But by now, based on everything that's come out, and um, just the fact that you know the more we saw that state of play, the more um, you know I was on board with what they're doing with this game. Um, I feel like it's going to be a really good installment and I'm looking forward to playing it. So yeah, congrats to the team over there at Insomniac and man, it's crazy how many games they seem to be pumping out. So very, very cool there. Anyways, one of the bigger, you know, reveals this week, probably the biggest one I'd say was in fact, the new battlefield, um, that was revealed finally for the first time this Wednesday. Um, the official name is battlefield 2042. There's a five minute trailer online. That's all in engine. Um, essentially it's just showing kind of mainly the maps, and the technology that's going to be in this game. So you'll get a good look at a lot of the maps, um, obviously in engine, not like gameplay wise. Um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff there, a lot of destruction. That's a big thing here. It's going to be coming out October 22nd. And luckily, they're not making us wait until the EA play before we see actual gameplay. We're going to be seeing that just actually this Sunday. So yeah, it's, it's going to be at the Microsoft uh, Xbox E3 event. That was confirmed um, pretty much, I think, by one of the... EA um, kind of marketers so he like tweeted out saying gameplay is going to be at the event it was kind of obvious because they didn't like specifically say it was going to be there but it was June 13th and that's obviously when the event is um, so looking forward to that uh, there's a lot of details they had like a big press release going out they actually like showed off all the maps um, or at least all the ones so far confirmed seven huge maps um, yeah did you guys have anything you wanted to add to that anything in particular that stood out to you? your thoughts yeah, I'm super excited about it. I think the trailer looked really good. Um, obviously, it's CG, so like you can't get too excited about it. But overall, like so far, um, from seeing the trailer and all the kind of sort of like press snippets that they've been talking about, it sounds pretty promising. I like the fact that they're ditching the campaign. I think that was probably the the good move. Like the campaign hasn't really been good since Bad Company Two, so like. I wasn't that bothered that they've they've lost that, so it means they can have all hands on deck for the multiplayer. Um, it seems to be good that they're doubling down on all the sort of bigger modes. They've obviously got the main ones like Conquest, but they're also going to have some different ones which they'll be showing off leading up to launch. Um, 
I'm a bit unsure about the whole, like, operator thing they're doing, where, like, classes aren't necessarily tied to, like, weapons and stuff anymore. You've now got characters with, like, abilities and things, kind of like uh, Siege or, like, Overwatch, that kind of thing. Um, so we'll see how that turns out, but some of it sounds really cool. The maps look really interesting. Um, I know, like, the biggest map in the game is apparently, like, 5.9 kilometers, which is roughly, like... 0.1 kilometers smaller than like the snow map in PUBG, so like it's really like they're super big maps yeah. um so i'm i'm really excited to see how it turns out hopefully the gameplay at the microsoft event is pretty substantial i hope it's not just like a gameplay trailer where it's going to be all like in third person i do hope it's a like five to ten minute demo where we actually see like a multiplayer match going on that would be pretty cool um but obviously we don't have to wait too long so um but yeah justin right uh i had a lot of the same thoughts as charlie like the trailer you know i thought the trailer was cool obviously but um at the end of the day it is you know just a cg trailer we didn't get to see actual gameplay um and yeah like hopefully we do get to see like proper gameplay uh at the xbox conference that'd be good i won't be able to see that live unfortunately but um yeah, it looks good. Um, you know, I I feel like the past few battlefields are at least you know the the recent one. Which one came out recent? Was it five or uh, five. one? Yeah. Five, it was right? five, yeah. five was not good, right? So um, I'm excited for the new one. It looks pretty good so far. Uh, I th- I like the setting. Um, in terms of like you know like I I saw a lot of people complaining about no campaign, um, and you know like how they're charging like seventy dollars for. Uh, the next gen versions um i honestly don't really care too much just because you know i feel like for battlefield i never really you know played it for the campaign and i like i think the pat like maybe like three and four i played the campaigns but it was never really the main focus you know um you, you play battlefield for the multiplayer right so um i'm excited yeah i'm de- really excited uh for when it comes out it's definitely a game i'll be picking up and playing with friends so yeah i'm excited and i definitely want to see more soon so Hopefully we get a you know a good extended look at the Xbox conference. Yeah, for sure. I was a bit disappointed there was no campaign and they were charging seventy dollars. I don't know. Just like one of my earliest PS4 memories was playing for the Battlefield Four campaign and I absolutely like really liked it. Oh, um, it wasn't like the yeah, it wasn't anything I, special. I, I it was but good, but it wasn't. It was like a cool first PS4 experience, I guess, for me. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, my only worry is that it is coming to last gen too. So like we were kind of discussing this right before the podcast, but like obviously. Things like it's going to be 64 players on last gen, 128 on current gen, and then obviously things like the destruction is going to be lowered down. So yeah, I think I think essentially the big thing out of this is like it looks really good. We just want to see how it plays and how it looks. So yeah, just really hoping we get like a solid five to ten minute gameplay slice at the you know Xbox event. Um, hopefully it's like similar to the one that they did for Battlefield 4. Remember that one where like they went up to the very top of that building that crumbled down at the very end. Like right, right. yeah, yeah. Hopefully they do something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I haven't been this excited for a Battlefield title since Battlefield 4. So, yeah, I hope it lands well, and hopefully it's very fun. And, yeah, it's nice to be excited for a Battlefield, you know, game for a change. So, very, very cool there. Anyway, speaking of EA, this is going to be one that we'll just talk about really quickly here. Um, apparently, EA has been hacked. So, yeah, I believe it was, like, on a hacking forum. Someone posted that they stole, like, 780 gigabytes of data. Um, The big thing here was it included source codes for FIFA 21 as well as the Frostbite engine used in Battlefield. So, yeah, yeah, another, you know, attempt on hackage of data. We saw this earlier, obviously, with 
things like CD Projekt Red and their employees' data. So sad to see, um, but yeah, just another reminder to be safe and yeah, everything can be kind of hacked in, which is very unfortunate. Um, another smaller news story is actually one I'll probably just talk about just because um, Charlie and Justin probably have no clue what this is. Essentially, a few weeks ago, um, the Extra Megami Tensei devs, um, I forgot the name of the specific company, but they're kind of like a smaller subsidiary um, that are not like really affiliated with Atlas anymore. Um, so that they're going to announce like their new school RPG um, on June 10th. And yesterday we finally got the first trailer for that. Um, I'll probably link it in the, you know, section below, right? But what is the description? Jeez, I don't know why that word didn't come to my head. Um, but yeah, I'll link it below. It looks pretty cool. Um, it's called Monarch uh, or Monarch. God, English, please. And it's coming out later this year in Japan. I believe they also announced that there's going to be English localization. Not sure if that's going to be day and date. I don't believe it will be. But yeah, definitely if you're into JRPGs, make sure to go check that out. Um, anyways, one of our next bigger stories came in the way of Call of Duty. This one was kind of surprising for me. But then as I thought about it more and more, it's not terribly surprising. Um, and it actually kind of reminisces what Activision did last year. So essentially it came out that Call of Duty, you know, the next title for, you know, fall 2021 is skipping E3 2021. And it'll be announced later in the summer through Warzone. Um, yeah. I guess this is just going to be a trend that we see with Call of Duty now that they have Warzone. There's not really a need to be announced, you know, very, very quickly when they have, you know, a live service game that everyone's constantly playing. Um, I did still think it was kind of surprising just because there is a new Battlefield title. I think we talked about this in the past on one of the podcasts, but I mentioned that I don't see them, you know, allowing Battlefield to be announced like a month or two ahead of time and getting all that publicity. But I guess they're just allowing it and they're confident in Sledgehammer. Um, so whenever that does get revealed later um, in the summer, probably around like July, August, probably August, like last time. Um, yeah, it seems like it's the plan. So do you guys have anything you want to add? Uh, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like it honestly makes sense, cause like, who wa- like, do people really watch E3 to see Call of Duty? Like, not really, right? There's usually like a ton of other games that probably get announced or shown. That have I mean, big, bigger focus than Call of Duty. I mean, Call of Duty is a huge franchise, so I, I guess I'm sure there's like, people every year like, looking forward to it. But like, the biggest Call of Duty audience are the casuals, aren't they? They don't they, like most of them don't even watch E3. Like, how yeah. many, how many people in Warzone actually watch E3? Like, probably like like less than i don't know i don't know percentage but it's definitely not a lot and still um, a big game like back when like every year call of duty will be there like they would yeah, be there and i guess have, like, a i guess but now you have like if you have warzone it's already like you know <laughs> that game is like there's always such a large uh, like it has such a large fan base right now it's like it's literally uh, not slowing down so i don't know you yeah. might as well market to that audience who you know that's your core call of duty audience right there right so yeah that's um, true i don't know what about you, Charlie? What did you think about this? Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, they kind of already talked about it like a few months back. Like they were probably going to do the same thing where they do it through Warzone. Um, especially since there's been a lot of rumors recently that, yeah, it is going to have like a full-on new map launch alongside this game like there was meant to be originally with uh, Cold War. So it will be a new map set in the Pacific, um, obviously during World War Two, because that is when the new game's set um so it makes sense they would put it in warzone give you a little tease of what they're going to be doing in that as well as a trailer for obviously the new game um like i'm not too excited about it the only reason that i may get the game is for zombies just because the current rumor is that treyarch are going to be helping out with the zombies which makes me think that maybe that'll actually be decent this time for sledgehammer um 
But yeah, I'm not particularly excited, mainly because Battlefield is probably going to be my big shooter of choice for the end of the year, just because I'm a lot more interested in that era rather than the World War II stuff, because it has been kind of overdone at this point. Um, I don't think there's much more you can add to that era at this point to keep people interested. Like, you can't really introduce any new weapons or anything like that. Um so like yeah, every, we'll see. every era has been done by now <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's the thing like battlefield has a, a better chance of like bringing more people in because you can just even though it's like modern you can modify things you know you can't really do that when you're doing actual history unless it's you know alternate history i don't know but um yeah i think it's the best way to do it is through warzone you're going to be reaching like all the core players doing that so it makes a lot of sense and i think it did really well for them when they did that with cold war so charlie said make it the game yeah we'll see you in october every year yeah <laughs> but yeah that is a bummer if it is going back to world war ii just because i personally couldn't care less about seeing yet another world war ii game um yeah that will suck hopefully it's good i have faith in sledgehammer they are you know probably i'd probably say my favorite call of duty developer that's a hot take but i really liked advanced warfare and i thought world war ii is really good um that was like one of the first world war ii games we got before it got before I got milked by Battlefield and Call of Duty. Um, but yeah. Anyways, our next news story is a bit on the smaller side for probably a lot of you, but I'll talk about it you know, pretty briefly here. Essentially, Shin Megami Tensei 5 details were leaked by Atlas themselves on their website. Um, yeah, I'm guessing they were just preparing for you know their eventual showcase you know, next week at Nintendo Direct. Um, yeah, essentially, it's coming out November 11th, 2021. So officially confirmed to be coming out later this year. Um, they talked a bit more about the world and the story. So I'll probably leave a link in the description if you want to you know, go check that out. I won't bore you all here because, yeah, I've talked about it enough. But yeah, nonetheless, very exciting to at least have it confirmed. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it next Tuesday at the Nintendo Direct. Anyways, it's time for our big, you know, discussion on the Summer Game Fest. Uh, yeah, so essentially the Summer Game Fest dropped earlier, you know, today. Um, it was about an hour and 45 minutes, and I'd probably say for a lot of people it was underwhelming, but they did have, you know, I'd say two to three big titles announced. Um, so how'd you guys want to go about this? Did you want me to go over, you know, mainly the big announcements, or did you want to go announcement to announcement first? Uh there yeah. i mean i don't know there's a lot of games <laughs> are they really yeah. worth mentioning <laughs> yeah for sure so i'll probably we'll probably talk about maybe death stranding and elden ring so we'll go over some smaller news stories first so evil dead the game this was one that jeff announced back at the game awards um essentially it's another kind of asynchronous you know survival horror game um where one person places the killer and then you have like five to six you know or more people playing as the survivors we got a nice gameplay you know trailer for that which looks really really cool um personally impressed me um that's coming out later this year um they announced another you know playstation x you know new studio announcement that we saw essentially them do i think we saw them do that like already twice this year but this time it's going to be with x call of duty zombie devs so yeah they came out on stage said that they're working on a new ip um we're kind of vague with it i don't really know why they really did this on stage they couldn't really talk about anything you could tell they were like very early on but yeah you know their name is you know infamous in the cod scene so it was a cool announcement nonetheless so that's announced and yeah we'll hear about that i'm sure in the years to come back for blood showed up essentially announced that they're going to be doing an open beta on august 12th they also had like a new sliver of you know gameplay kind of teasing like a new boss and then um essentially also said that you know more information will be coming out on their actual you know i think they're doing like a showcase next uh week on monday right charlie 
the 14th. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's Monday. It's just all like the PvP modes because we haven't yeah. seen any of that yet. So definitely some cool information there. So yeah, that's really what really I cool to see. And then the last two announcements are probably the biggest ones that come out of this. Uh, Hideo Kojima showed up and he showed off Death Stranding Director's Cut. Um, that's coming to PS5 and he said news would be coming in the coming weeks. Kind of hinting that possibly there is a Sony event coming up. Um, and then as well as, you know, Jeff ended the show with Elden Ring finally. Uh, obviously, you know, Elden Ring is infamous in the gaming scene. Everyone's been waiting for an update on this game. It's been like two years since we last saw it. And yeah, we got a pretty decent look at the game. It was pretty meaty. Um, showed off the open world. Um, coming out January 21st, 2022. Uh, biggest from software game yet. And yeah, definitely impressed a lot of people. So I guess we'll stick with the last two, you know, Death Stranding and Elden Ring. So sticking with Death Stranding, Director's Cut, what you guys think about the announcement? Charlie, uh, if you wanted to start off. Or Justin, either way. Okay, I can just say. I mean, I thought the video was actually kind of funny, to be honest, because it was just like... Like you just see, you just see Sam like, uh, basically in that warehouse, and then, what was it like? Just picked up a box, dumped some oranges out, just sat in the box, which I thought was really funny, um, and like just watching the Twitch chat reaction was like hilarious because everyone was just like, like, what the hell's going on? Um, yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. Um, I guess we don't know like too much about it, right? We don't really know. Like, I guess there's gonna be like some additional content from the first game. Um, maybe like, you know, like PS5 patch so it runs better. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess like I'll probably play it if I don't have anything else like to play at that time. Uh, I don't know. It'll probably come out like sometime in the summer maybe, but, um, yeah, that looked cool. Um, other than that, I guess Elden Ring, um, you know, it was, I guess, I mean, you, Brandon was like basically talking about it the whole, uh, the whole stream. He's like, yeah, it's gotta show up at the end. Um, and yeah, it did. Right. So it looks cool. Um, you guys know me. I'm not obviously not a big, you know, not really a Souls or a From Software fan. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Elden Ring might be the first one I play. It, it is. You it said this about Demon Souls. I keep saying that. I keep saying that. I don't live up to the <laughs> live up to the hype. But uh, um, yeah, it's coming out a lot sooner than I I thought. Like um, I thought it would come out like sometime 2022. And George R. R. Martin out, finally like, finished the script. Yeah, it's coming out, like, right at the beginning of 2022, so, um, probably, you know, that's a good way to start the year. I feel like everybody's been talking about this game for a long time, and, you know, my whole Twitter timeline was, like, blowing up after everyone was talking about it, so, yeah, it's exciting to see. Everyone's super excited to, uh, I don't, I don't know, like, excited that we finally got some, you know, concrete information on this game, so, yeah. Charlie? Yeah, um, so the Death Stranding stuff was really cool to see. Um, yeah, I, I think like you and most of the chat, like that clip was really funny. Uh, like the whole time I was just like, this is great. Uh, I hope that you can actually get in the cardboard box. Like if they're adding that as a thing, that would be amazing. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't really sure what they were trying to show off there because obviously it's the director's cut, but they haven't really talked too much about it. So hopefully when they do have that news in the coming weeks, it's... Uh, a bigger trailer where they can sort of talk about what's actually being added um because yeah it looked like that was going to be some kind of stealth kind of thing because that was a brand new area that that none of that stuff is in the, new the original games so, yeah there's new enemies I, too yeah they, they look like new versions of like the the hunters right that you see around the open world so mm. um yeah i'm interested to see what's what's going on there whether that's during like the campaign or if it is going to be new story content set after the ending which would be really cool because i did enjoy death stranding quite a bit so i would like to revisit it 
um and obviously with the ps5 patch as well using like the controller and stuff i think that could be really cool um i would imagine it's not too far off so whenever we do hear details i would hope that it's out pretty soon after that i think it'd be pretty cool to have it come out in the next few months because there's not really much out after ratchet right there's like not really anything i can think of that's on my radar soon so um yeah that one i'm really interested in. i'm glad they showed that off um and then as for elden ring like i enjoy the souls games and stuff so i was always interested in seeing more um i'm a bit hesitant about the date i really don't think it's coming out then especially because i did see jason schreier did tweet out and was basically like yeah that's a, a nice date you've got there shame if we were to delay it so uh it seems like maybe he has already heard that yeah that date is definitely not solid uh, you're not um, a believer I believe so in yeah, the I, I yeah, I don't think it's coming out then. Usually they come out in like March, right? That's when most yeah. um, mm -hmm. uh, from software games come out. So maybe it'll just get delayed a few months. Uh, either way, if it does come out then, it's a week before my birthday, so you know, a nice birthday present to me, I guess. Um, but yeah, it looked cool. It just looked like more Soulsborne stuff. Um, obviously, it's more open world, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, it it looked kind of like last gen, but that makes sense because it is on PS4 as well um I same didn't engine see as well as that well. is yeah um they did also say like on the website and stuff that it is going to be full co-ops you can explore the world and things together which Ooh, really? is really cool so yeah i, I do hope it's got crossplay because i've got some mates that play on xbox that really like dark souls and stuff so hopefully i'll be able to play with them um just because I'd, I'd really enjoy to play elden ring co-op but um yeah i'm looking forward to seeing more of that because it did look really cool um but overall i i really enjoyed summer game fest i thought they had some pretty cool announcements there i think another one i'll quickly mention is uh wonderlands i'm interested to see what that's going to be like because that does sound pretty cool uh, it's got an interesting cast with that as well like in the uh, borderlands spinoff so yeah but um overall i enjoyed the show i thought it was pretty good it wasn't bad but it wasn't like amazing it was just decent you know yeah yeah, my thoughts on it. Death Stranding Director's Cut. I kind of, as soon as Hideo Kojima showed up, I was like, this is definitely what they're showing off. And then when they got into the interview portion, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a small announcement, like a Director's Cut or something like that. You don't announce like a new Hideo Kojima title in the interview format like that. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Uh, to me, it more essentially just confirmed the leaks that happened like months ago. Um, so most likely, yeah, it's just going to have new story content. Probably will use the dual sense. I think that's probably what I'm looking forward to the most is how Hideo Kojima uses the controller. Uh, so that'll be really cool to see. And then, yeah, had a lot of Metal Gear Solid vibes. I had Josh Anderson in my chat, and he was like, oh, the music's just like Metal Gear Solid and the box and everything, obviously. So, yeah, I'm really interested in hearing the details in the next few weeks. So hopefully PlayStation has some sort of event near the end of June or slash early July. You know, after Ratchet tomorrow, they don't really have much in the near future, right? It's kind of a big question mark besides Horizon and uh, God of War. So they definitely got to fill that up. Elden Ring, obviously everyone knows me. I've been like saying this for like in the Discord as well for like the last few days. I've just been like, yeah, it's gonna be here. Yeah, I'm just happy to see it, right? I think the date was probably the biggest thing for me is because a lot of these times, like from software trailers, like they look really cool. You'll get to see a lot of you know, the you know, designs. That's like the big thing I always look for is how these enemies look and the world, right? But a lot of it you can't really feel until you're playing it yourself. So that date was big. Um, yeah. The big things obviously is you know you have a mount right that's the first time in the series or in you know their history really as a developer uh things like you know agility so they're taking kind of elements of sekiro which is really really cool 
Um, yeah, the locations, like there's that one castle that looks like straight out of Harry Potter. Just give me this game now. I just want to play it. Um, and the fact that it's coming out in January is really exciting. Obviously, it could be delayed. Generally, from software hasn't really delayed many games in the past. I can't really think of one. Um, but yeah, obviously, COVID could change anything, right? So who knows? But just happy it's announced. And it's weird, right? Like we've been talking about Battlefield and Elden Ring for like the longest time, and it's happy to have both of these titles got like revealed for officially, or at least in Elden's, you know, Elden's case, re-revealed. So very nice start to E3. And yeah, as the weekend progresses, I'm sure we'll get a lot of cooler announcements. Um, just my thoughts on Summer Game Fest as a whole. Um, Obviously, it's like different, right? Essentially, Jeff's kind of competing with E3 press conferences, so people will say they're disappointed, right? But essentially, like as a publisher, right, if you're looking at this venue, like why would you go to Jeff's event when you can go like on Xbox's big event, you know? Uh, so it's kind of hard for him to get like a lot of big announcements here. Um, obviously, you know, it comes down to like who he knows and his relationships, which is why he got Hideo Kojima to show up. And I imagine with From Software, right, they um, they showed off Shadows Die Twice, you know, you know, back like three years ago as like a hint to, you know, Sekiro. And obviously they won Game of the Year, so they have like, you know, a good relationship with Jeff and all that. So really cool to see. Um, looking forward to seeing it stick around because I do like Summer Game Fest as a thing. But yeah, it. I imagine it's really hard for Jeff to get a lot of these announcements because obviously he's competing with big publishers like that. So it was a cool show. And yeah, anyways, yeah, that's pretty much it. We do have a viewer question that I do want to go over real quick before we end off this episode. Um, this actually comes from James. Uh, he says, super random idea for something to cover, Golden Sun Remake. It's my favorite RPG from back in the Game Boy Advance days, and I would die a happy man to see a Nintendo Switch port of it. The fan base is very enthusiastic about this game, but may not be a big enough to warrant a fourth game in the franchise. So I know Charlie and Justin, you both don't know what Golden Sun is. I've seen the name thrown around. It's one of, it's one of those things that I always see like in the Nintendo threads on like either Reset Era or something like that. Um, essentially, just a rpg from way back in the day that people want to see brought back and yeah i there's a lot of games like that that i know that people really want golden sun in particular i like looked up a bit of the title before we recorded this and i know it's been like years since we last got an official game there was like one in 2010 that a lot of fans don't like and it, i think the general consensus is that there's just never going to be another title um which sucks I don't know. Nintendo's a weird company where they could surprise someone, but I feel like Mother 3 has been also like wanted like a localization, right? And they haven't even done something as simple as that. So yeah, I want to say that there probably won't be a fourth game uh, for a while. Never say never. Um, but yeah, I do need to play them. I don't know. I looked it up and it doesn't look like it's on any available platform that's like modern, right? It's like all like DS and through emulation and stuff like that. But yeah, hopefully it happens, but I want to hold my breath on that. What about you guys? I'm Justin. I know you haven't heard of Golden Sun, but Charlie, you said you might have heard the name before. Yeah, it's a game I've heard of before. I've never played it. I didn't have a, a Game Boy Advance or anything when I was younger, so it's not something I ever played. Um, I, I think the main thing is like looking up the developer. They are literally the developers behind all the Mario like tennis and golf games. Yeah. Um, from the past sort of ten years. So I, I don't think you're probably ever going to get it. And if you do, it's not going to be by these guys, um, which sucks. But I imagine a lot of that team have moved on and, and done other things. Um, I, I don't think it helps that, like you said, like the, the last game wasn't too well received. And like, it's not one of those IPs that probably was mainstream enough to warrant that kind of thing. 
um, because it's it's probably a lot easier for them for like Nintendo to just put money into a new IP rather than bringing back older stuff. Um, especially you know when they've got stuff like Zelda and Fire Emblem and Mario that do so well for them, um, which sucks. But that's just kind of the way it is with these things. Um, you never know. Maybe one day it will come back and there will be like a reimagining of the the series. But it seems like something that probably won't return, which is a shame. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, maybe next week we'll somehow get it announced yeah, and then a direct. But I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, thanks for the question, James. And a reminder to anyone watching: like, if you have any questions, any topic suggestions, leave it, of course, in the comment section down below or in our Discord. Probably should have said that at the beginning of the episode. Um, but yeah, definitely make sure to go do that. And yeah, with that being said, that is really the end of this week's episode. Kind of a shorter one. Next week's going to be crazy. I was already thinking about it, right? And we got to talk about Ratchet next week. And we're going to talk about like two to three easy press conferences. So yeah, it's going to be a long episode. So I guess that kind of will counter this short episode this week. And yeah. Yeah, as we're seeing this, I'm sure I think it's probably going to come out right after the Ubisoft press conference as well. So hopefully that goes well. And yeah, do you guys have anything you wanted to add before we end off this week's episode? No, um, not really yeah for sure so yeah we'll see you next week for episode 40 or episode 30 rather 30. and yeah moving along fast so yeah see you, everyone take care yeah see you next week